Hey, Schmaysets, you're listening to Listen Listen with Patty and Emily. I'm Patty. And I'm Emily. Five, six, seven, eight. Patty and Emily most obsessively talking about all your favorite Broadway shows. Patty and Emily thoughts and comedy from Broadway super fans. From Broadway super fans. We made it through the non blizzard. <laughs> Listen, I don't know why everybody is always like so angry when the storms are not as bad as I know people are assholes it's very very upsetting meteorology is still like a guessing game yeah it's a science but it's not an exacting science because the conditions are continually changing also I just five years ago people were stuck on the a train for nine hours yeah and that's horrible. Yeah. So think about that every time you wish there was more snow or you're mad that there's not more snow or something. Stupid or like you're mad that the subways were shut down. Right. Which Boston they technically weren't. Boston got lots of snow. I know. It's not like it didn't happen anywhere. But New Yorkers are like, we're the center of the universe. So if it didn't happen in New York, then like... Because people talk, still talk about... I feel like people still talk about Hurricane Irene as being oh, yeah. like... <laughs> like it wasn't anything. And you're like... No, people still like lost there, their yeah, houses. Yeah, like just Verm- not in I think New York, Vermont, Vermont, it was like terrible yeah. out there. God, New Yorkers, are pay so attention. <sighs> That's why we all live here. Mm. <laughs> Whatever. I like had the day off like already, so you know. Yeah, I had to work because I work from home. So <laughs> <laughs> didn't really matter. Bummer. Yeah. Um, but because of that, well, I guess you saw shows that didn't have snow deals though. I want. I wanted to. I was going to go into the city on Tuesday and try and see something with a snow day deal, but the snow day deals were not as good as I wanted Aww, them to be. Bummer. <laughs> I thought they were going to be like Sandy deals, where yeah. it was like just show up and we'll let you in for ten dollars. Wow, Sandy was a, like that. So. Sandy, yeah. everything was shut down. Right. There wasn't anything that I want. Like there was plenty of things I would have seen for like ten to twenty dollars, but mm. there wasn't anything I needed to see for like thirty to forty dollars. Right. And so I didn't see anything. All right. I did a snow day deal. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't until Friday. Yeah. <laughs> but they had a deal 54 below, had 40% off. And I was able to see Christine Eversall because she's real expensive. She is expensive. It was still a lot of money. Yeah. But at 40% off, it was only 60 bucks. Boop, boop, what a deal. <laughs> oh, my God. How was she? Oh, my God. <laughs> I love... I fucking love her. I know. I love her so much. Do you think you love Christine Eversall as much as I I don't think anyone can love anyone (laughs) as much as you love Carolee Carmelo. Um, And maybe it's also because Christine Eversall isn't as available as Carolee Carmelo. I guess I'm trying to I'm like like Carolee Carmelo is to Emily as you know Christine like what is your Sure. Pick pick one of Justin Timberlake probably. No, No 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 no. The reverse. Oh. Who, who is my person that is Christine uh, maybe, is to Patty? Maybe Emily Skinner. Okay. Maybe. Gotcha. I get it now. Who, like, you would go see in, a, in yeah. anything you could. Yeah. Um, and I have to say, even though she's expensive, if she did another 54 Below show, maybe not the same show, but mm. if she did a different show, mm. I might save my pennies. Yeah. And pay full price. Because she's so fucking good, you guys. Yeah. She, first of all, I sat at a table with a nice couple from Connecticut. Who um, 
had seen Patty Lapone at 54 Below. Oh. They asked me if I had seen anything there before. And, you were like, and I said, Ooh. many, many things. <laughs> I, I live in Brooklyn, so I see, see a lot of shows. And then the wife was telling her husband who Christine Ebersol was, and then they went mm. through her IMDb page, credit by credit. <laughs> and I, she, it sounded like she had seen Grey Gardens, or at uh. least she knew of Grey Gardens. <clears throat> and... um. Then, like, when the show was starting, I heard her say to her husband, you're such a good sport. (laughs) (laughs) But he was, like, enjoying it, you know? She should take him to Larry David's Oh, yeah. Straight men husbands love Larry David. I mean, my dad would probably love to see that show. The commercials (laughs) for that show were My dad saw Gypsy, so... Right, your dad uh, my loves dad Donna loves, Summer. Yeah, he really does. <laughs> <laughs> He's not really the average. Did she sing something from Grey Gardens? She sang two things from Grey Gardens. Mm-hmm. She sang a 70s funk arrangement of Revolutionary <laughs> Costume. I want to see that. And she closed with Will You. Mm. That was her. She did three encore songs. What a badass. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, and I was sitting right by the stairs, so every time she came on and off stage, she smiled at me. Oh, my God. And I was like, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> she sounds so good. Yeah. Like, on point. And she's, like, 61, I think. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, you age, things happen, things change. Right, but her voice is so but good. her voice is on point. She Ugh. still has soprano. She still has a belt. She still has a white pantsuit. She wore a white pantsuit with uh, a with a costume. Well, maybe they were real pearls, but it was like a long a strain really of awesome. pearls. So in my brain, it's like costume jewelry right, is probably real know. pearls. Because <laughs> we're so poor. <laughs> I we do have everything's a, fake. I do have a strand of real pearls, but it's like a very small choker. I have a pearl. No, that's oh. not true. I have three because I have earrings and I have a ring. That's oh, I have got for when I was a bridesmaid in my sister's wedding. Our our bridesmaids' presents were pearls that we mm. wore in the wedding. A necklace, a bracelet, and I don't have my ears pierced, so my sister, the bride, stole my earrings. <gasps> she couldn't get you clip-ons? Uh, not with real pearls. Why not? Also, I don't like wearing clip-ons. They're very uncomfortable. And then I feel like I'm a mom on an 80s sitcom. <laughs> you take your earring off and answer the phone. Why don't you, like, uh, get knocked out and get your ears pierced? That would be the only way it could be done, because I have panic attacks thinking about it. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, oh my god, she was so good. Also, she brought up her son, Elijah. How old is he? He's 21. Whoa. She has three kids with her husband. They're all adopted. Oh, wow. I can't remember the third one's name, but Elijah and Maymay, and then the third one. Maymay? Maymay. I believe she's is Asian. Is name? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Um... Uh, Elijah came up and sang a song, and he sang, I think it was called Finger to the Bone. I could see the piano, so I knew what songs were coming next. Um, it's like a bluegrassy jazz song. He's great, y'all. Get yeah. ready for Elijah Ooh. Maloney. Is he a gay? Uh, I couldn't tell. Hmm. It's like a fashionable... Somebody marry him! Fashionable black kid. One of my friends, go marry him so that I can be... Oh, also... Christine. He, uh... She announced her band, you know, right before he came up, and she was like, and my music director and a comp- like piano player, my soul sister, I can't remember what her name was, and then when he came up on stage, um, he was like, soul sister. That's hilarious, because <laughs> like, he's black? Yeah, oh, he's funny. like, we'll talk about he's that like, later. <laughs> and oh she God, was just like, amazing. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, she's so great. Oh, my God. She told this crazy story about how uh, some prominent New Yorker who she's friends with, mm. she didn't name names, mm. was having a birthday party at Gracie Mansion. That is the mayor's house, for those who don't know. Um, I'm not sure what administration this was. It might have been de Blasio, because she talked about it like it would still possibly be an issue today. But Because she said she was ordained. So she said, if anybody needs to me to marry them, <gasps> let me know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. I don't know if that's a real offer. but Oh, my God. Uh, but For the right if, price, yeah. it probably is. But she was saying, if, but if you get married at Gracie Mansion, I can't marry you because... <gasps> She's not allowed at Gracie Mansion. My friend was having this birthday party, and I guess when famous people have birthday parties, they have committees or something. Party She's committee? Like, yeah, will you be on the committee? And she was like, great. And so basically the invitation was like, Christine Ebersol invites you to Whoa. famous New Yorker's birthday party. Can I just party. like put that on invitations? Can I just say yeah. like, Christine Ebersol I think you could do you that. to Emily's birthday? I don't luncheon. think she'd mind. She wouldn't know. But so. here's the thing. Gracie Mansion got back to the person and was like, great, you can totally have your party here. Uh, you can't have Christine Ebersol on the invitation. Why? Because she is a controversial figure. <gasps> what? what? She's pretty political, but, like, not radical. So, and she also was like, um, her, her hilarious response was like, how many cabaret artists are uh, called controversial characters? <laughs> like, can you... I can't think of anything that Maybe. I know of that Christine has done that makes her so controversial. She, I mean, she's just like a Democrat and like a liberal. That's so crazy. Wait, you think that this was recently? Well, only because she said it like as if she still thought it would apply. Huh. But I would have guessed. Giuliani, right? Maybe. But maybe now she's just like, I'm mad at the mayor's office. But because she was like, if maybe anybody knows the mayor. Her joke. Well, yeah, I know. It's like a standoff it's a good act. Joke. It is good. Yeah. It's like the other day I was walking down the right, street and right. it happened to you four years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is true. It could have been Giuliani. Or, uh. I choose to believe it was Giuliani. Uh, uh, what was Yeah. <laughs> He's already, I've already forgotten him. Well, fuck him. No, He's cool. Fuck all Thanks of them. Whatever. I don't know. I mean,. Yeah. Don't I I do even though he's the worst human being. Giuliani did put all those trash cans on all the corners. I like those trash that cans. That was his doing. Not the new ones. The new ones I think are he's, Bloomberg's, but just oh. the readily available trash cans. Oh. And then Bloomberg he's, tried to like take away all our trash cans in the trains. Yeah, which doesn't make any that sense. Doesn't make any sense. He thought that if we didn't have trash cans on the train platform, People who are already littering would throw their garbage away before they got on the train or hold Take it. Take it with them. That's not no, no. Happen. They throw it away on the ground when there's a trash can right in front of them. Yeah. I think, yeah, no, okay. Anyway. I have conspiracy theories about that, but I'm not going to get into those. <laughs> okay, right well, you can tell me later because I'm real curious. <laughs> anyway, Christina Rassal is amazing. And I was thinking as she was doing her act, why isn't she Bette Midler? She should be. I mean, she's a little younger than Bette Midler, so maybe she missed the, like, bathhouse right. era. But mm. she has the same sort of air, era. She has the same sort of aura to me as mm. Bette. Mm. Like, she's a great show woman. She's funny. But she has serious acting chops. She can sing all, she sang all types of songs. She yeah. sang jazz. She sang classical, musical theater. She had albums? 
I don't know. I'm real bad at buying people's solo albums just because the thought of it, I guess, overwhelms me. But I should do a better <laughs> job of looking into it because I love so many people. Right. And then that means I have to get so many more albums. Yeah. I don't know. Then you have more music. I know. That's <laughs> true. That's true. <sighs> That's funny. Um, but she's oh, just God, I so want to go great. see her. Mm. Maybe she'll have another show. And maybe there'll be another blizzard. <laughs> yeah. She was so good. Guys, if you have the chance to see Christine Ebersol, do it. Do it. Oh, my God. This has nothing to do with this, really. Okay. Except that it has to do with a concert. Um, uh, Marin and Jason are in Key West this weekend have been in Key West because they did like a concert mm-hmm. and Jason Danieli has just been Instagramming all these pictures of Marin like around Key West and it's wonderful. Is she wearing a big hat? No. Oh. I don't think so. Why? Is that a thing? No, I don't know. Just sun. Oh. It makes me want her to wear like a big floppy J-Lo hat. It was just, let me find it. They went to a drag show. That was Ooh. the other thing. There's all these pictures of oh, these drag right. queens. Oh, right, Key West. There's a lot they, of like, drag went to queens go see in a drag Key West. Shows. There's all these. There's like this picture of them kissing on a couch. <gasps> Who took that picture? And <laughs> the couch is, is shaped it's, like oh, lips. Oh, oh, oh! This was the best one. This is the one that everyone needs to go go to Jason Daniels' Instagram and look up this picture of Mary Maisie sitting on a sofa that is like lips, and it says "Pucker up, boys! Maisie's in town." Isn't that great? Oh my god. I think Jason she's doing, is living my life. She's doing duck lips. Yeah. Like purposefully ridiculous. Right, right, but right, she right, looks right. great. Sure, sure. I love it. Isn't that great? <laughs> Macy's in town. Oh, Amer amazing. Ugh. Anyway. What a Hashtag life. Key West Beauty. Oh. <laughs> that's that nice. Yeah. Real funny. That's nice. I wish I was in Key West right now with Marin Maisie. That sounds about right. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say no to it. Right? I'd just be like, let's run away to Atlantic <gasps> City. That's funny. That's so different. I know, but I was you thinking just like, be on a be- boardwalk well, with Marion yeah. and sing her things. Yeah. First of all, I was thinking, just sing me ragtime sing, like, all the time. Our children with her. Yes. On a boardwalk. I do. I'll be Tata. Yeah. I think I could pull it off. <laughs> 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 Speaking of Tata, real quick, I went mm. to the Tenement Museum last week because my cousin was in town. How many times and have you been to that museum? Just twice. Uh-huh. But they do tours. I've never been. Different tours. It's good. Those I think you would people. really, really like it. Yeah. Um, if anyone's in New York, it's a cool museum. They've, like, they own a tenement, an old tenement, and they've um, reconstructed, reconstructed based on things that they knew about the families that lived there and also layers and layers and layers of wallpaper Um, the different, uh, like, families that have lived there and their stories, um, during different times of when the building was a tenement. So, like, from right when it was open in, like, 1869, and then there's, like, a, like, turn-of-the-century Tata sort of situation, and then it, the tenement closed in 1935. Hmm. And then the building was just there, and the storefront, there's a storefront downstairs. That was, uh, there was like a store there, hmm. but they. It, but the rest of the building was empty? Yeah. Huh. Because to upgrade it, it cost too much money. Uh, I guess more money than it cost to like sell it or right. tear it down or whatever. But I'm glad because now that museum's there. Cool. And it just, whenever I'm on the Lower East Side, I think of Tata. 
corner of Orchard and Rivington. <laughs> I oh, do. And like all those people. It was like the more people lived in that neighborhood at that time than like anywhere else in the world. It was the most highly dense it was the most okay. densely populated wow. area for like the size of it. Huh. Wow. It's just like people, 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 people. That's cool. Anyway, so that's that's like musical theater adjacent, but it made me think of Tata. He got out. <laughs> <laughs> he invented movie books. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> we love ragtime. You're drinking coffee from a ragtime oh mug God, right I now. Am. I'm drinking coffee from a ragtime. Really? Mug. I don't have a ragtime mug. I really what? need that. I'll try to try I, to find one I, at Flea. I was gonna say I'm pretty sure I bought this one at Flea. I don't think I bought it. I definitely didn't buy it at the show. If anyone has, sees a ragtime mug, send it to me. We would P.O. Box. <laughs> oh, yeah. Send me all your memorabilia <laughs> well, yeah, that you don't yeah. want. Send us anything at our P.O. Box. Send us any memorabilia that you don't want. Yeah. Just send it to the P.O. Box. Sure. <clears throat> it's on our website. Uh, all right. Moving along. You saw... You were busy theater going this week. I saw a lot week. of stuff this week. Yeah. I saw Cabaret with Emma Stone. Yes. I gotta get tickets for that. She lives in the middle of February... Or, like, at the end of February. No. I think it's completely sold out. Well. Sorry. <laughs> I waited I, too long. Yeah, I think the last I heard the other day was that the rest of her run is completely That sold. makes sense. Yeah. I should have gotten on it. Yeah. Yeah, because we bought, me and my friend bought um, Hip Ticks a bit ago, and then we were possibly having to switch what date we were going on, and we were like... She was, like, talking to the people at Roundabout, and we were like, what are my options? And they were like, no options. Hip ticks all sold out. Yes. And then, like, two days ago, someone was like, the regular ones are sold out, too. Mm. So, if you wanted to see Emma Stone, go to the cancellation line. Yeah, maybe I'll do that um, one day. It looks like there was, like, a line for standing room, because hmm. there was, like, a line of oh. younger people standing younger in the people. hallway, like, yeah. getting into the All right, maybe I'll look into that then. I wouldn't mind standing It's fucking that. worth it. Oh, okay. I mean, Emma Stone is fucking... <laughs> That's what I thought you were going when you went, uh, I thought you were oh, saying she was wasn't was that bad, great, but no, it was no, no, really, no. Was like, oh, you're not going to be able to see it. You're not going to be able to see it. Sorry for your loss. Emma Stone is absolutely fucking Sorry. Poop. I'm sorry. That's it's my own damn fault. She's so fucking good. Though. It's my own damn fault. I kept I, being like, oh, I'll buy this ticket when I have money, and then when I would get my paycheck and have money, I'd pay bills. <laughs> <laughs> the glamorous That's life. So funny. I have the exact opposite thing that I do, where I'm like, oh, those bills. Oh, I'm not gonna pay. Those. I see. I'm gonna buy this theater ticket. <laughs> And then I wake up in the morning and my internet got shut off. And then I have to, like, pay the internet bill right the fuck now if mm. I want to look at the internet. If you want to do anything in 2015. We're living parallel lives. That's funny. Um, Emma Stone was, was uh, like, perfect. Ugh. She was absolutely perfect. She sounded, she sounded perfect. Like, her voice was terrible and it was perfect. Oh, okay. Like, it wasn't terrible. But right. it was, like, she also had called out the day before. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess on Wednesday she called out the evening performance, I think. So she was sick. Mm-hmm. Um, and she sounded sick, but, like, it totally worked. Oh, sure. She was, like, it just, it was so perfect because she has that perfect thing that Sally needs where she's just, like, desperately craving mm-hmm. attention and acceptance from everyone around her um, and is mediocrely talented. Mm-hmm. It was perfect. I mean, I think Emma Stone is incredibly talented. Yeah, 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 me too. And, I mean, I obviously haven't seen her in the show, and I haven't heard her sing anything lately, but I know she can sing. She was in the new Partridge Family. 
<laughs> there, there uh, a long, long time ago, in the late 90s, early 2000s, I think, VH1 had a reality competition show to find, they were relaunching the Partridge Family TV show, and oh they God. wanted to find the new Partridge Family. Sense. Yeah. And she was on it? She won the part of Lori. Whoa. She was Susan Day. I don't know that canon. Oh, Okay. Like, at all. Well, there's, you know, a bunch of kids, and they had a band, and Shirley Jones is the mom. Wait. What? Is, what's the one where there's, like, three boys and three girls? <laughs> That's the Brady Bunch. Oh, I was confused. Okay, someone, <laughs> someone, one of my coworkers was talking about the Brady Bunch oh. movie at oh, work yes. yesterday, Brady so I got confused for a second. Gene Smart. that those were the same thing. Um, Wait. No, no. They're very similar, okay. sort of. Sure. They're the same era. Hmm. Uh, the Bradys also did have, like, a band, which was dumb, because none of them could sing. Uh, well, that's funny. Weird. Emma Stone's yeah. wonderful. You know David Cassidy? You know who David yeah, Cassidy is? I know that is? name. I know that name. <laughs> he was Keith Partridge. He's actually, um, Shirley Jones's stepson. Oh. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. All right. Anyway, well, so Emma Stone. is wonderful. Go see it if you can <sighs> Sounds like we can't go. Well, because it's like there's a couple weeks, there's yeah, like a month I'll, of performances after Emily. Oh, that yeah, Sienna I don't really Miller care to see Sienna in. Miller. Not that I wouldn't, yeah. but I don't need to see that production again. I was only like, I was supposed to go and see Cabaret with Emma Stone with someone else, and they bought, bought the tickets, and as soon as they purchased them, realized that Emma Stone was not going to be performing at that performance. Mm-hmm. And I was like, sorry, I'm not going with you. Well, yeah. I'm <laughs> go find someone else to go see Emma yeah. Stone's after study. Because I don't care to see a show again. I mean, I don't right. have the money sure, to see sure, a sure, show sure. just because I fucking want to. Yeah. Anyway, I was still Unless it were Sideshow. Right? Sideshow were still playing. I'm still paying that off. Because <laughs> I'm just in debt. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, I'm, just I just haven't paid any of my things. bills. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just pay my bills when my phone gets shut off. Then I pay my phone bill so I can get my phone back. You guys, the internet gets shut off. Being an pay. adult's real fun. <laughs> Stay a child forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm trying to think of other thoughts that I had about Cabaret. It was great. Danny Burstein, still oh, perfect. Oh, Danny Burstein, still <laughs> Still delightful. Oh, oh Billy Elliot. Oh, Billy Elliot. Um, Gone. <laughs> yeah, Danny. I love Danny. I wish he was like my weird uncle. Not like my weird uncle. Like, like your my kooky uncle? Kooky uncle. Yeah, I think Danny Wersteen's all of our He's kooky like, uncles. Right? Yeah. yeah. He's like Broadway's kooky uncle. Yes. He is. That should be his cabaret show. <laughs> he won't do cabaret. <laughs> He'll do cabaret the musical. Anyway, Cabaret was great. So fucking glad I saw it. Sorry you can't see it. Uh, I'll do it's my okay. best. I'll you see saw if there's... the headwigs and I didn't see the headwigs. That's true. So, I'll see know. if there's a standby line. I mean, a standing, standing room, room only line. I definitely think it's and worth maybe it. maybe I'll just call around about every day and be like, do anyone cancel at Hiptics today? I only need one. <laughs> Might work. <laughs> They'll be like, stop calling us. We've revoked your Hiptics membership. Be, <laughs> and you'll be like... Suck it. Guess I won't see any of your shoes. Mm-mm. I'll say this roundabout. I would spend so much more money on your shows if your website worked. Because <sighs> so many times. People can't get it. So many times All have I been the on ticket websites website are terrible. at 3 a.m. Be, like being like, I'm, gonna, I'm just going <laughs> to fucking buy this. I'm just going to buy this ticket. I don't mm. have the money. I'm just going to do it. I have to see the show. And then their website doesn't work and then I don't. So. Mm. If you wanted my money, you'd have a better website. Yeah. They all see Publix has problems a lot. Even Telecharge, their website's kind oh, of the ridiculous. Re- new Telecharge yeah, yeah, yeah. is still a buzzkill. A buzzkill. 
Um, you also saw, I saw a month, a month in, the in the country. country. The classic stage company with Taylor Schilling, Anthony Edwards, and Peter Dinklage. Yeah. And those people mean so many different disparate things in my head. Uh-huh. Like, I primarily only associate Anthony Edwards. Well, no, I was going to say with ER, but also um, uh, Top Gun, I guess. He's Goose. I haven't seen that movie. Oh, my God. I think you'd like that movie. Kelly McGillis, the, like, lady lead, is badass. Okay. That's, like, Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Meg Ryan's in it. (gasps) She plays Anthony Edwards' wife. I love Meg Ryan. Yeah. I don't know that. Maybe I'm not trying to see it. Yeah, I think it's on the Netflix. I'll look for it. Um, yeah, yeah, and then Peter Dinklage was Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, but I also just know him from Hollywood stuff, but I don't even watch Game of Thrones, but I know that that's what everyone's, like, so focused on right now, and then Taylor Schilling, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. They're such different things. Yeah. I, um, old Russian plays are not my favorite. (laughs) They're not your jam? That's not my jam, so (laughs) I did not... It's not meant for me. Yeah. Not for me. Um, Maybe for you, listener. Sure. I'm um, pretty sure it's like almost sold I out. I saw photos of it. The costumes look great. Oh, okay. <laughs> no? No, I mean, I don't know. They were okay. Oh. I felt like a lot of the, um, I mean, factors. I was bored. So I started noticing ah, things and oh. they started annoying me. Like also because CSC is in well it's not completely in the round. Have you ever it's been there? In, yeah, we went in the theater. It's like right. a black box theater. It's like three sides. Yeah. So there's like which like some I feel like theater in the round or something, you're like, oh, it's great because there's not a bad seat. Or you're like, every seat's a bad seat. Mm. Um, because you, no matter where you're sitting, you're going to spend like half of the performance with people's backs to you. So that's kind of what happened. Uh. And so then I was like staring at Taylor Schilling's back for a really long time and also being like, Hey, why is there a zipper on your dress? Oh. And then I was like, why are there bobby pins in your hair? Cause I couldn't see anything besides the, her back. So all I was mm. doing was analyze. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. It's stupid shit like that where I was like, there shouldn't be any zippers on your stuff. Mm. Why? Why is there a zipper? Why do you have bobby pins? What year is it? Hmm. What year was it supposed to be? I'm looking at the pictures know, like now. She's like stays. 40s or something? I have no idea. I have no clue. But whatever. I, yeah. Oh, and then there was a newsie in it too. What? Oh, yeah. Mike Faced. Feist? Feist. No clue. Faced. Guys, I should know that except. <gasps> The bios in Newsies don't tell you how to say their names, so. Yeah. Or in any playbook. <laughs> We've su- I said Aaron Tveit's name wrong on our first time ever talking Are to him. Are you still embarrassed? I'm still, it still upsets me. I call Sorry. him Aaron Tevit. Tevit. <laughs> how am I supposed to know how to pronounce that name? Come on. Come yeah, on. That's true. It's like the cross we bear for doing video reviews. Things. Yeah, no kidding. The number of people that, whose names we've mispronounced. You're welcome. Mm. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, not, not your jam. Not my jam. I'm trying to think of other thoughts I had about it. Um, there was a lot of, like, I kind of felt like either this translation was done by, like, a 16-year-old, <laughs> or they were just, like, not sticking 
to their scripts. Oh. And was it a little it modern? Like, it was too modern. Interesting. There was, like, there was, like, one part. This must have been a translation thing and not, like, the actors made, like, fucking up the lines. Because there was one point where someone was like, oh, like, in reference to another character, they were like, I'm getting sick of her. And I was like, um... Like the early 1800s, like, I grew I really weary of her, yeah, right? Or like, something. they wouldn't have said, I'm sick of her, yeah. It just sounded weird, it just sounded weird because the like the words and the way they were speaking was so modern, hmm. but then every once in a while they'd be like, How many kopecks do you have, Alexi? And you'd oh, like, what? yeah, they said, Yeah, a lot. Oh, and it was like, It was like, May I speak with you? Yeah. They're like, it's not... Sure thing, chief. Yeah. (laughs) What was that? What was that play we saw where they talked, where he was like, yeah, what's up? And it was like 1936 Oh, I can't remember. Karen Ziemba was in it. Oh, Almost Home. Almost Home. Yeah, where he was like, I need to speak with you a moment, son. He's like, yeah, what's up? And I was like, it's supposed to be like 1940. He wouldn't have said, yeah, what's up? He would have said... Was I think it was no no you're right but especially in the like contractions yeah like oh yeah 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 whenever I watch an old movie I'm like oh my god he's in contractions everyone's not you yeah I cannot understand what you're talking about father yeah it's weird I did not leave the house without your permission (laughs) anyway um if you like old Russian plays. Here's here's what I'll say. Yeah, 1840s. You were right. Wow. I just pulled that. That was a guess. That was a guess. Good job. Um, Good guess. I know that I haven't, like, read any of the reviews or anything, Mm -hmm. but um, somebody who had also seen it was, like, who knows lots of old Russian plays, Mm -hmm. was like, yeah, it's, it's, like, pre-Chekhov, and it feels like pre-Chekhov. Sure. I, like, I don't know what that means, but okay, because I don't really oh, know Chekhov at all. My guess is, it's it says it's a comedy of manners, so I'm assuming uh, Chekhov's plays were, like, serious. There were mm. dramas. So yeah, maybe it just has to do with then Russia stopped laughing or something. It was also like, it it was a comedy, but it, like, it also it wasn't, like, You didn't think it was funny? funny? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Not my cup of tea. Yeah. Um. Well, if it's your cup of tea, it runs through February twenty eighth <laughs> at buy Classic your, Stage. You gotta buy your tickets like right the fuck uh, now. Something. I'm pretty Company. Sure it's, like almost Company. Sold out. Mm. Anyway, Taylor yeah. Schilling. Yeah. She did. She did it. Peter Dinklage. People like him. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I like people, him. People like fucking love He's him. He's an There's elf. There's been a lot of. Uh, people hanging around the cafe being like, where are the actors? Mm. You don't, do you remember he was an elf, the movie? He was yeah, the executive he's like, that he calls came him in. a dwarf. Yeah. And he's like, call me a dwarf again he's and like I'm going to beat you an up. elf, not a dwarf, right? What? Doesn't he call him an elf? Oh yeah, that would make more sense. Because <laughs> he thinks he's an elf. <laughs> right, because yeah. he thinks he's an elf. Right, right, he's right. right. That's person. very offensive because <laughs> elves don't exist. Right. <laughs> Leprechauns? No. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't he like beat Buddy up? He like jumps on the board yeah. table and runs at him. Yeah. Yeah. Which is also like um way to make a joke calling out like little people being the butt of the joke and then make him the butt of the joke by having him jump up on top of the board of the table and run across it. Slightly. Mm. Slightly. Well, Not like a big I guess deal. Just they're faster. Hmm. Um 
Okay. Anyway. You also saw another Aida. show at the library. I went to see Aida. Yeah. I did not like it as much as I thought I was going to. <gasps> really? Yeah. I don't know why. Wow. I, well, I do know why, actually, because I fucking worship that score so, yeah. so, 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 so much. And I've read the script, too. Like, I have a copy of the script, and I've, like, read the script while listening to the cast recording, too. But I've never seen it, like, at all. Ah. Um, and seeing it, I was like, why the fuck does Aida like ra- Ramadies? Ramadies? From Ramadies, right? That's... Is that how you say it? I was like, why does she fucking like Rodimus? He's a asshole. Mm. Why did she fall in love with him? Like I didn't I didn't feel like I didn't feel like the the show gave me a reason to believe that she has actually fallen in love with him. Hmm. So I was like not on board with it. Also because she's like strong independent lady, she's kicking ass and taking names and like is super awesome and he's like a spoiled fucking brat mm. and an asshole. Like that whole part like the part of the cast recording where she's like where she's like, there are, you know, you're, you're a free, there are no shackles on you, like, yeah. where he's like, I want to go sailing, I want to go sailing. Go. And she's like, go. And Dumbass. he's like, oh, I'm supposed to, like, marry this princess. But, because in the show, there is a part where she, like, has a scarf, and she, like, bunches the scarf up, and he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, just preparing myself to dry my tears for your sad, sad <laughs> story. And he's like, hey. That's funny. But it's like, I was like, yep. Well, yeah. But I love that score so mm. much. So, um, and it was, you know, pretty and Sharon A. Scott. Lots of shows have great scores and yeah. not great books. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, really three people watch. wrote the book. Whoa. Linda Wolverton, Robert Falls, and David Henry Huang. Mm. Mm. I guess I felt like I could totally, I mean, I totally understood oh. why he fell, I don't know, I didn't understand why she fell in love with him. Linda Wolverton wrote the screenplay for Beauty and the Beast and The Lion King Hmm. and the book for the Broadway adaptation of Beauty and the Beast and Maleficent. Oh, I still haven't seen that. Oh, it's really good. You should see it. I like her. Anyway. Anyway. I I still work. I mean, the score to Aida is absolutely incredible. I would like a revival very much. Um... Because maybe they'd work on it, as they do mm. with shows mm. a lot of times. They're like, let's make me believe that someone reimagines Aida would fall in love with someone who's as much of a entitled asshole as her is. Mm. Don't believe it. Not not too many news pieces this week, um, but a few. We got a casting announcement of Carrie Butler. Oh! Carrie Butler. Ageless Beauty, Carrie Butler, playing an age-appropriate role, Hillary Clinton. Wait, what? Wait. Well, I don't know what. I think what it's during, time? no, I think it's oh, during okay. the administration. <laughs> awesome. I, I was looking like at the, dis- no, I know, I know, I know. She's not the age of Hillary Clinton now. But um, I was looking at the description, and uh, it's like about two Bill Clintons. What? Like the president Bill Clinton, and then like, like Billy, Dave. Billy. Oh, oh, oh. It's oh. like his, I think like his his id and his ego, like the two parts of him. It was just a blurb, so who knows? Like, hold on, let me so find I'll it. See anything it. with Carrie Butler? Sometimes, twice. Yes. 
Okay, here's the blurb. Clinton the Musical explores two very different sides of the 42nd President of the United States. W.J., William Jefferson, the wholesome, intelligent one, and Billy, the randy, charming one, with Hillary, Rodham, in parentheses, Clinton, at their side, the two will handle issues from the White House, from the White House to Whitewater, the sacks to the sex, ugh, oh social security to social climbers, and in the process, make history. Maybe. You cannot miss this hilarious no. No. new musical, an outrageous double bill. It's a musical? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a play. No, no, no. It's Clinton. The oh musical my exclamation God. point. Listen, I can't no, there's no exclamation wait point. to see this. Sounds like a train wreck, but I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. It sounds yeah, like yeah. nonsense. Sure. It's going to be at New World Stages. It begins performances March 26th. Great. I'll be there. Carrie Butler. That's weird. Oh, fantastic. It's going to be so weird. Who wrote it? Anybody? Uh, music and lyrics by Paul Hodge. Book by Paul and Michael Hodge. All right. Never heard of it. Me neither. Can't wait to see your show, dudes. The I in Clinton in the logo oh, is no. Bill Clinton playing a saxophone. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I love it. it, sounds, it sounds I like think it's going to be. Sketch. It does sound like an SNL sketch. I think it's going to be nonsense. Me too. There's a reason why SNL sketches are only five minutes long. Yeah, yeah. Um, Love you, Carrie Butler. Everything you do. Yeah. You're perfect in it. Very true. No matter what poop you're surrounded by. Although I feel like I've liked everything you've done, so. Yeah. We loved Under My Skin. I loved Under My Skin. I loved The Call. Like I I didn't see The Call. Oh, it was great. Wasn't that at Playwrights? It was at Playwrights. It was very good. Carrie was wonderful. She's a fantastic actress, a wonderful singer. We'll listen to Fly Fly Away right after this. Yes. Other news that happened. We had some press team shakeups. Oh my god. So much drama this week. I know. So crazy. Uh, Some of you guys might not know. There are like three or four major press companies that handle press for Broadway and Mm off-Broadway shows. And apparently uh, Harvey Weinstein has fired the press agent... O&M, the company, for Finding Neverland because he's Harvey Weinstein. he's Harvey Weinstein and he doesn't know how Broadway works and he's crazy. I mean... And he thinks that any publicity is good publicity. I mean, I think... I didn't read this whole article and I'm not sure. There's like quotes in it. Um, Wait, you didn't read the whole article? No. Dude, you gotta read the whole article, because he's basically, he, there's a part in there where he literally says, oh, if I had known that firing my press agent would be such a big deal, I would I get heard us so that. much free publicity, Ugh, I, I would have done, done it, like, before. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's what's happening right now. Yeah, I mean, I did hear that, and I also read the part in this article that, like, they, the kinds of press he wants... For is this. not is, with the exception realistic. of Vanity Fair because Vanity Fair sure. does do, but uh, he thought spreads. he thought that they were going to get Matthew Morrison on the cover of like GQ, and I was like, and see this is this is what's like nonsense is that it's like Harvey Weinstein is like I want the cover of GQ and the press people are like that's not realistic like they're not gonna they're not gonna give their cover up to a Broadway show like that doesn't like a mainstream publication like that like it doesn't happen and he's like 
like, you're wrong, I'm gonna fire you because you're not doing your job. And they're like, we are doing our job, we're just, you don't understand how the world works. Yeah, um, because he doesn't, because right. the world is Harvey Weinstein's world in his brain. He's so crazy. Um, I mean, I kind of want to look up, hold on. Like, I just Googled Matt Morrison GQ, because if Matt Morrison couldn't get on the cover of GQ for, like, Glee, mm. he's not going to get mm. on the cover for a musical, oh, a Broadway musical, even if you're... Oh, he was on the cover of Details, though. Hello, Matt Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you want to see that, you could just Google Details Matt mm. Morrison. He's got some abs happening. Um, like, I, I feel like in for your first foray... I give him too much credit because mm. he's Harvey Weinstein into theater. You would maybe research how it works, what you're doing right and you're going to get on the morning shows. You're now, especially because the tonight shows back in New York, you're probably going to get on the tonight show. Jimmy, mm -hmm. Jimmy has mm -hmm. shows on, um, the view, like all those daytime shows. um, and that's it. <laughs> parade magazine. Right. Nice interviews well, in Parade magazine. And magazines is going to be, for the most part, trade and entertainment magazines. Yeah. It's not going to be like fashion maybe, you magazines. Get a little, maybe a little feature in Entertainment Weekly. Yeah, and he said something about but how... But you're not going to get the cover of Entertainment Weekly. No. You're going to get, like, a feature, like a no. two-page feature. No. Book of Mormon got the cover, I think, of Entertainment Weekly, maybe... Did they, or uh, did they just get those fake covers that are oh, advertisements? Oh, fake covers. Oh. Oh, wait, am I thinking of Time Out? Maybe I'm also thinking of Time Out. They've gotten some spreads in there, though. Mm -hmm. But, but... But Time Out New York is, like, New York. Well, and specific. I'm saying in Entertainment Weekly, uh, Book of Mormon got has gotten maybe one or two spreads in there, but it was also after it was a hit. Right. After it was, like, a Mega public hit. culture phenomenon. Right. Public, well, popular I'm culture. I'm sorry, but like even Entertainment Weekly doesn't review all the Broadway music. No, then they'll review yours because it's, it's yours yeah. and it has Matt Morrison in it. Right. And they do some but of like, the random But like also if you ones, know Entertainment Weekly, like even something like Entertainment Weekly, when they review a musical, it's like a paragraph. It's a paragraph. <laughs> There's one page that they have for stage for every now and then. <laughs> And they'll do two or three shows, and they'll each get, like, a paragraph. Yeah. I think on their website they might do more, oh. but I don't bother. <laughs> yeah, it just seems like, yeah, you don't understand how our world, our world works. In this article, he says, our only planned long lead story was, our only long lead story was planned was in Vogue, and I arranged that, which... Okay, that makes sense to me, though, because you are Harvey Weinstein, and I understand that you're press people, you want them to be doing the press stuff, but that's not, they don't have contacts at Vogue, Right, well, that's the other thing, is that if he's like, he's like, why can't you get the cover of GQ? It's like, well, also because when someone from O&M calls GQ, they're like, O&M, never heard of you, what? Yeah. Because they're used to dealing with the press companies that deal with, like, A-list like celebrities. Like CAA. Right. And... Right. The other ones. That's yeah, the other one I, I know. know those ones are, I know the problem ones. Morris? William Morris? That's oh, one of that them. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, he's just an idiot. This whole... I, it, as much as it might suck for the actors and the creative teams involved, 
I am enjoying like the watching the Harvey <laughs> the Weinstein nonsense. circus. Looking at the poorly photoshopped photos of Yes, and also even before that, that when he was like, What Sting's gonna be on the Tonys? <laughs> I, I wanna be on the Tonys. <laughs> That's not fair. Oh, oh, which God. good thing Sting was I on the Tonys what, last year. God, what are the Tonys gonna be like this year? I don't know. They're gonna be nonsense. Circus. Well, Maybe they'll do I another like montage. Harvey's going to be like, I want a half an hour block for Finding Neverland. It's going to be like, what are you talking Here's what, here's what would be hilarious. And I'm not saying I want this to happen. I wish <laughs> well, this right. on the show. Right, right, right. performers or it's creative team. Yes. But it would be hilarious, for irony's sake, if Finding Neverland was nominated for no Tonys. Yes. And then Harvey was like, I want to perform. And they were like, No. That would be funny to me. They wouldn't say no. Bummer. They let him do it last year. <laughs> well, what if they were like, you got your performance last well, year. Well, yeah. Like, we're, that was a bad idea and it didn't work out. <laughs> and we're like, you weren't nominated and only yeah. Started, like we don't. Also, because there are so many shows. So many spring, shows. So I feel like be a lot of people fighting for time on the yeah. Tonys. So I feel, and whatever, that's the other thing is that even if, if it became a bidding war, like Harvey would win, he would just yeah. throw all his money at it. So like, yeah. it, I'm sure that Finding Everyone yeah. will have a performance on the Tonys. I'm just saying it would be a very ironic and, and like historically comical to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was nominated for no no awards, and even if it did get to perform, I would be like, what if Finding Neverland performed on the Tonys twice, which is, like, completely, like, unprecedented? I mean, not really, because sometimes... No, Memphis like, has been like like performed on the Tonys a hundred times. Like, they come back, like... Three times. Three times. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, they performed twice and had never been nominated yeah. for a Tony. That would yeah. be, like, something we'd be like, 1985, what happened? Yeah. Also, Sting. If Sting's like, hey, guys, can right. I perform again? <laughs> Get out of here! No, they'll be like, yeah, ratings. <laughs> I know it bothers you, and it bothers me, but it doesn't bother me that much, only because I remember watching the Tonys, and I still am, like, okay with the fact that to get to that kid that's in the middle of nowhere, even though it's way more accessible with the internet these days, the internet these days. <laughs> remember last time when you called yourself a youngster? Yeah, I know. Uh, old man daily. Um, that's our friend Kevin. Uh, even, even though obviously you can, you can see a lot more and reach a lot more. It's still like live and it's still an event and I still like it. I just, I fucking wish the Tonys were on PBS. I get that. I definitely get that. Cause then you wouldn't be all that bullshit. Right. I would be fine with that also. I would absolutely be fine I think, with that. I think the Tonys made a lot more sense and did a lot more, like, awesome shit before they were televised. Especially because PBS, you know, all those other great performances and live from Lincoln Center, mm. it fits their brand, you right. know? And it, and it would just, just let the fucking Tonys be the Tonys. Yeah. Stop pretending like the Tonys are going to become the Golden Globes. Well, that's the other thing. I do wish, if it's not going to be on PBS, CBS, rhyming, mm. just needs to fucking deal with it. Right, which they never will. No. Because they're always like, we could have the same number of viewers no, as you the Emmys. you can't. You're never, it's never going to You're happen. not even going to get Kids' you, Choice you Awards You could have numbers. a Broadway season that had, like, like, listen, if the Tonys this year were like Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal, 
were like hosting it or so and they were there and performing yeah. their shows and like you you could have like Michelle Williams and you could have like every fucking A-list celebrity come and do a show on Broadway and have all of them be at the Tonys and the ratings would still be what they are. Yeah. Do we have a host yet? I don't know. Neil Patrick Harris. No, I don't think he's doing it again. He's hosting the Oscars. Right. Yeah. But I don't think he's doing it again. Oh, I think Sock puppet of Neil Patrick Harris. Sold. <laughs> and watch it. I don't know. It should be like... Um, Laura Benanti. Oh, okay. Or them together. Oh, God, <laughs> I love that show. Me too. Um, anyway. Drama. Weinstein's the Rebecca of this season. Listen, I can't wait to see Finding Neverland. I'm so excited. I Carly Carmelo. Well, that also, like, I want to I want see, see what, what they've done to it, too. but I'm I also curious. am like, I hope they didn't do anything to it. I, yeah, I'm very curious what's going to happen. Yeah, me too. Me he too. He promised us better sets, remember? Oh, that's right. Which, uh, that better not be like high-tech projections. Mm. <laughs> Those are your better sets. It better not be. No, I don't think it would be. Um, Ridiculous. Uh, but there was another shakeup in the press agency's world in that uh, uh, Honeymoon in Vegas swapped Swapped teams. Right. They left BBB and they went to O&M, who Harvey Weinstein oh, fired. That's interesting. So, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that much of the politics behind it, but it was enough of a story to for it to be reported. Right. Which I guess I haven't heard of that happening. I don't think it happens very often. Yeah. I guess also, I guess my feeling is, I don't know. I, I I think with the Harvey thing, and maybe this is the same thing that's happening with Honeymoon, but we I feel like we have so many less details about the reasoning yeah. behind the Honeymoon shakeup. Um, I don't know. When people are like, why'd that show close? Like, people are like, Sideshow. Why didn't Sideshow close? And, like, I was talking to someone who knew nothing about theater, and they were like, well, they're, they're, you know, their advertising probably wasn't... They didn't get the word out. And I was like, mm, Sideshow, like, if you want to fault something about sideshow mm-hmm. closing it certainly was not the advertising because the advertising was the best it possibly could have been for a broadway show yeah like that shit was all over everything all the time i don't think i ever saw tv sh- commercials for it I and i, I still watch, I watch tvs TV with TV. commercials can you believe it well i don't i mean because i don't watch tv with commercials yeah. so i don't know but i definitely on youtube there was a tv spot on uh, channel so i know yeah. there was a tv spot i don't know where or okay where it was running okay Maybe um, I just missed it. But yeah. But I mean, I just that like, there was like always every day, there was like an article about something. In, yeah, they in, had a lot you know, of press. There was so, I feel like every single day there was a new something about Sideshow in the press. They definitely had a lot of press. But it's still closed. So, I don't know. The, the Harvey, there's lots of things and there's lots of factors. Ugh, I don't I'm throw people under the bus. Looking at this article again. And Harvey said, no profanity, but I was tough. Oh, good for you. Fuck you. I don't care. Use profanity. Right, right. (laughs) Well, also because I'm sure if you were in that meeting, he was probably like... What the fuck? Yeah. I mean, I do not believe that he didn't use profanity. Right. A, I don't believe you. And B, if he didn't use profanity, he probably like, you know, threw a glass across the room and shattered it. And then was like, what the... What the hell, you guys? <laughs> you, hey guys, you're not doing your job. <laughs> but like, that's the thing. It's like, don't listen, Harvey. Like, they were doing their job. They were giving you the hard truth. Of, they were educating you about what yeah, a Broadway you is like. Don't and understand. You fired them because you didn't like their answers. Whatever. 
I'm sure they're happy they don't Hugh Jackman has not been on the cover of GQ for doing one of his Broadway shows. Mm. I'm sure many other times, mm. but not because he was in A Hard Rain. Right. With Daniel Craig. Right. They didn't get the cover of GQ. Right. You dumbass. All right, I don't want to talk about him anymore. It's making me angry. So now we have some questions and emails mm-hmm. and Dreamcasts and such from our loyal listeners. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, our first is a, a comment on our website from Ben. Ben is 13. Oh, he lives in Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, he says he's a huge Broadway fan. And he enjoys going to see shows with his parents and grandparents. Aww. And a few short questions that are super important. Okay. Ready? Ready? Okay. Favorite Andrew Lloyd Webber musical? Evita. Joseph. <laughs> obviously. I do like Evita, though. That might be second. Yeah, it's definitely Evita. It's the most legit of all of his musicals. Yeah, I love Evita. Yeah, could use a better book, or a book at all. A but book. It could use a book. Score, score. especially. Score. Come on. Um, favorite Stephen Sondheim musical? That's hard. That's really tough. Because it's in my top five, I think I have to say Into the Woods. Well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I have Into the Woods in my top five, so do I automatically have to choose right? that? But I don't know. I really fucking love Merrily a lot. Yeah. I love... I wouldn't put Merrily. love Anyone Can Whistle. I haven't seen Anyone Can Whistle. Oh, I've seen the movie of Sweeney Todd, so I think <gasps> I would want to see a production oh of God, it. Sweetie. But, you know, instead of... I haven't seen Sunday in the Park. You ever watched the DVD with, of the original? No. Oh, you want to borrow it? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, and Sunday in the Park. There's a DVD of that too, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Yes, please. No, wait. It's on my Amazon account. Okay, great. (laughs) Um, I like Follies, but that wouldn't. Oh my God, Follies for me. The score is amazing, but the show itself. Uh, Both that and Merrily. I think after we saw them, I was like, I can see why people keep trying to do these shows, and I can see why they don't quite get there. But I, I thought the like reasons them. why you hated both of those shows was because you were, like, those characters were dumb. Well, that's why I didn't really connect with them. But I can see why people keep trying to mount them and make well, them like, work. I, I love both of those shows. <laughs> I think they work. I don't think they're dumb. I just I, I have a hard time sympathizing. Right. Because you're broken. Yeah. <laughs> Heartless. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're a judgy bitch. Well, aren't we all? Yes. Sometimes. Just bitch. We just, depends on what we're judging. <laughs> um, I don't know. So I guess I'm just going to say Into the Woods. I can't choose. Okay. Uh, favorite Jason Robert Brown musical? Parade. No, wait. Yeah. Parade. No, wait. <laughs> yeah, Parade. Okay, I've actually only seen Bridges in the last five years. I know Parade. I know mm-hmm. um, Songs for New World. I don't really count. This is a review, right. but that music is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Urban Cowboy. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I, I think even though the last five years holds a very, like, nostalgic place in my heart, I'm going to go with Bridges, wow. one of the shows I've seen. Which isn't many. Obviously, it's two of them. But, oh, right. oh, <laughs> Honeymoon in Vegas, too, I've seen. But still Bridges. Yeah. Yeah. Parade. <laughs> Maybe if I saw Parade, I no, would, yeah, it would bump go it. to the library. But it's really pretty. Carly Carmelo. I'm going to go on a Saturday, though. Julio. <laughs> uh, speaking of, favorite Divine Mother Carolee performance? 
that I've personally I witnessed. I guess, yeah. It's scandalous. Oh. <laughs> that I've personally That's, witnessed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, because then, yeah, if we're going only count. the shows that I've seen Carolee in, mm-hmm. like, full Broadway shows, then I can only count scandalous The Addams Family. Which you don't even remember and her Finding in. Neverland. I think those mm. are the only, like, actual shows that I've seen. Well, like, her. what about Parade, though? Because oh, you watched, watched the that. video. Um, I mean, I probably would still choose Scandalous because I saw Scandalous. If I'd seen Parade live, maybe I would change my mind. But, like, based on, like, watching the video, I just have such a special connection to seeing Carolee and Scandalous so many times because her voice is so pretty. Yeah. Um, oh, I, part of me wants to say The Addams Family just because that show was such crap and she was so great in it. Yeah. She was so great in it. I wish I remembered seeing that show. And I know, I like knew who she was, but it was the first time I had seen her live in anything. And I was like, oh yeah, Parade. Right. Because I didn't see it, obviously, but I knew the show and I knew the score. When we went to the AIDS walk, was that yeah. before mm-hmm. or after the Addams Family? I think after. Yeah, because I, I have, like, absolutely no memory of the Adams Family. Like, I don't really remember seeing it at all. Um, and I certainly don't remember her performance whatsoever. The first time I have a memory of seeing Carolee perform was when we were at the AIDS mm. walk. And I yelled, I love Parade! Yeah, and she's saying, you'll never walk alone. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I choose Scandalous. But I understand Scandalous. Also, she, like, listen, like... Obviously, it show needed lots of work, had a lot of problems. Show needed, but to like be a she different was show. absolutely incredible. Yeah, and was giving the performance of a absolutely, like, and yeah. So I she's scandalous. Yeah, I'm just gonna say the Adams family because <laughs> it tickles me. Um, those were um, Ben's very short, super important questions. Very important. And then Ben provided a Dreamcast Ooh, of sure. Sunset Boulevard. Okay. Full disclosure, neither of us are that familiar with Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, I don't really know it. I mean, I've watched, yeah, I don't know it. Clearly not our favorite Andrew Lloyd Webber show. Nope. I mean, just, just waiting for a revival. Yeah, exactly. So, Donna Murphy is Norma. Yep. Yeah. I'm on board with that. Yeah. Everyone is. That's like a real thing that's happening. Yeah, exactly. Um, Stephen Moyer is Joe. Who's? Stephen oh, Moyer, the guy from, from True Blood. Yeah. You, if you had... Yet watched The Sound of Music live. Uh, he was Captain Von Trapp. Yeah. He yeah, he sounded oh, good. Okay, good for him. He was um, a little more menacing than normal Captain Von Trapps, but maybe that's because everybody was like, vampire. <laughs> that's funny. All right. I don't have any thoughts on that. Which one sings Sunset Boulevard? Is he the one that sings Sunset Boulevard, no or is it the other guy? Because. Then he says, Max. I think one's a love interest and one's like a friend. Oh, I thought it was. Wait, what? No, is the there plot, no love interest? Oh, no, no, no. Maybe I just I put the one plot in there. Of Sunset, I thought it was like. I thought it was like some young young screenwriter oh. is like, come be in my movie. <gasps> That's and right. she's like, okay. And then they start sleeping together. <clears throat> Whoa. I think she sleeps with the screenwriter. No, maybe okay. he's gay. I have no idea. We don't know Sunset Boulevard yeah, at all. I also might be confusing it with. 42nd Street. <laughs> what? Well, it's like Street? aging star and a young upstart oh, okay, okay. 
And no, it's not the same. It's not all about Eve, but and I know that like Alice as soon as he said that, I was like, wait a second, clue what part she played. What? Um, Max, uh, another role in, <laughs> in Sunset Boulevard. Anthony Warlow, great. Sure, I'd love He's to see him in okay. something that's I'll not like Annie. Him. Um, Jesse Mueller as Betty. I'm, I think that's the Alice Ripley part. So I'm oh. gonna say okay, okay, I'm approve that. Oh, Demille, I know who Demille is. He's the director. The director. Jim Borstelman. Oh! Who's wait, that? Do uh, we know who he is? I Google him. I think I have a person's face in my brain right now. Yep, that guy. What? How do I know that guy? Oh, we've seen him in something. And he some, looks and very familiar. We saw him in something okay. recently. Okay. Okay. I'm doing it. Faster! Well, there's a lot of links. He was in the Nance. Oh, he was the associate choreographer. He wasn't in the Nance. Oh, he was in Chaplin. Oh, yeah. He played, like, the dumb guy. He was guy. Alf, yeah. And he was an understudy in the Adams Family, speaking of the Adams Family, for Gomez and Uncle Fester. Sure, all right. We approve that casting. Yeah, well. for that role that I'm completely familiar with. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry you don't know <laughs> this, this show. This is a great dream This is like, cast. I'm putting this on the list for watching it at the library. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it got recorded. Um, Philip Spath is Artie Green. Don't know who Spath. that is or what part that I, is. I don't know the part. I recognize the name. He was in something recently that people were like, that guy. Oh, he was on Smash. Philip Spath. Oh, that's what I'm trying to see. Dennis. Who's Dennis? <laughs> oh, he was in Matilda also. He was the um, the dance instructor. Oh. Rodrigo, or that's not what his name is, but I can't right. remember what it is. Um, so, sure. Sure. Mm. Um, Matthew Heidzik as Sheldrake. Don't know who that character is, but I like him, so sure. Yeah, buddy. Buddy Foster. Now, here's the thing. Okay. And then uh, Ben had a follow-up to this. Okay. But he said, stand by for Norma. Kate Baldwin. No. Many reasons. He did. His follow-up was Kate is actually too young. Yes. Way too um, young. So maybe someone, if you think of someone else. Um, Kate Baldwin is too young. Also, Kate Baldwin is not, not going to stand by. Again, Kate Baldwin is not this is like the other Dreamcast, I guess, where you're like... Uh, nobody is going to do these small roles. Right. Who are these names? But, no. No. We do, we veto that. If you want to see Kate Baldwin as Norma, then do a separate Dreamcast. Yeah. Where she's properly Norma. She, yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know, who would, I was thinking, um, um, Allison Simmet, maybe, as a standby. She's standby, she's, Stand by. She stood by for Beth Lovell in Baby It's You. Yeah. Uh, she was the witch in the Fiasco production when, it was when in San Diego. yeah, when it was in San Diego. When um, I don't, I don't, I don't have the brain capacity to cast standbys. Yeah, I know it's rough. Because also, I would then I'm just like I will just want them to right, do that right, role. Right. It's tricky. Right. So veto. <laughs> Be rude. <laughs> Keep dreaming, Ben. Um, Thanks for your input. Yeah, that's great. Maybe we'll see Sunset Boulevard <laughs> and then get that Donna Murphy. Make, make it a real thing, and we'll, we'll like 
can't wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we also got some questions from Robert Wood via email. Robert Wood, he tweets me a lot. Yeah, sass underscore is underscore real. real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He tweets to us. We we shout, give him a little shout out on this show before. Cool. Um, he asked us if you could rejoin Kiki Palmer and Jeremy Jordan in a Broadway musical, which one would it be? A new musical or a revival? New musical. Well, yeah, always new musical. Initially. That's where my, my first thought goes to. It took me a minute. Aida. Oh, done. Right? With a revised book. Yes, revised <laughs> book. Aida. Oh, Jeremy's going to be perfect for Rodimus, so. though. Yeah. And he would sing the poop out of it. <laughs> sing the poop out of it. <laughs> it did take me a minute to be like, rejoin them, because I forgot about a joyful noise. Mm. Shame on me. Also, yeah. Um, yeah. Ooh, who would I want to, who would play on theirs? Alice in Case. No. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, I love her. I don't know that Betsy she's Wolf? like gritty enough for Amneris is a little ballsy. Betsy Wolf. Yeah. Yeah, Not right? Really. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> Share running Sharon Scott rolls. Scott. I know, right? <laughs> Sorry, Betsy. Not uh, meaning to typecast you. No, I would like that. Or a person who's Egyptian. Wow, come on. What do you mean, come on? I'm just kidding. <laughs> what do you mean, what do I mean? I just, do you not see my like, face? As soon as I, I started watching the, the, at the library, I was like, yeah, it is weird that these are all white people. That doesn't make any sense. I think they it would have to be like Agrabah, multi-culti. I mean, I guess you just can't do it then, because I just don't know that there are that many. Obviously, um, again, unless you're going to straight up be like, we're only hiring Egyptian musical theater actors, or just people of color, like Middle Eastern people of color. Then it has to be a little, like, King and I, where it's like Asian actors. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Leah Salonga. They found her. Yeah. I'm saying She's Filipino, though. Right, She's but not I'm... Vietnamese. Sure, 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 sure. Which is why I'm saying, like, you don't have to be, like... <laughs> oh, Egyptian. right, 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 right. That's what I'm it saying. It should be, like, like, brown people. <laughs> it can't be white people. <laughs> I'm not... I'm not excusing it. I really am not. But I guess just because then the contrast is so much different to dumb dumb audiences in America. Well, you know and what? maybe England, too. Americans and I'm not saying you are, can't that's... bring that up for them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But they we shouldn't would, dumb it down for the dumb audience. We no. should educate the audience. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, his next question. Oh, speaking of Asian people. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Who would you cast as Chris Allen? I don't know how to say it. Tui? I've listened to Miss Saigon, but oh, I can't I remember. Know. I don't really know Miss Saigon um, And John in the hopeful return is Miss Saigon. <clears throat> I don't really know Saigon um, at all. Mm. And then he's saying that Ava Noblezada, who is um, Miss Saigon, <laughs> what's her name? Kim, uh, who's in the London production, mm-hmm. and John John Briones, who's also in the London production. What about the girl who was in Natasha, who's now in Hamilton? Well, but these are the white people he's asking us oh, to oh, cast. Oh, who Except to, the white Tui, people? I think. So Chris is the soldier who falls in love with Kim. Jeremy Jordan. I mean, he'd be great in that role. John is his friend. Uh, I think he's... Joshua Henry. I think... I was going to say, I think he's usually played by a black oh. actor. Not no, necessarily, no, no, no. I think, but... Um, 
I'm on board for that also. Oh, God, I want to Wait, no, I want sing. Joshua Henry to play the... I switch, switch those. That's fine, too. They can do it in rep. Yeah. And what's the other one? Ellen? Ellen is Chris's wife, who's back home. Okay. Who he cheats on. Um, Lindsay Mendez. Yeah. Okay. I like that. And then um, that girl, Philippa. Philippa Sue. Well, uh, yeah, if this... Eva doesn't 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 transfer. She's apparently. Listen, bring on Miss Saigon. I would love to see it. I've never seen it. (laughs) Me too. Um, I've never seen it either. And I really, really want to. Five minutes of it when they did it at Stage Door, and that's Mm, about it. I love that score. It's so good. Don't know it. So good. Buidoy breaks your fucking heart. Oh, that's about all of the um babies that basically. He is on it, Saigon. Is that a song? That's a song. Got it. Buidoy is about all the babies that the American soldiers right. left there. Oh, God, yeah, I know. Sucks. It's heartbreaking. Um, thanks for those questions. Hmm. Somebody get Andrew Lloyd Webber on the line um, and tell him we don't hate him. <laughs> yep. Carolee, 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 she tweeted a picture of her and I believe the girl that plays Winnie. And she mm. said, she said, hangin', hangin'. Hangin'. Is there an apostrophe yes. or just an, oh, okay, good. That's an apostrophe. Hangin' in my dressing room with my roomie, star to be Sarah Lewis. That's a real cute picture of her and this, this little girl. With a great lace shirt wig. She's beautiful. Love women who... Don't get plastic surgery mm. and let them say it solves age naturally because yes. she is gorgeous. Yes. Um, oh, backup, just backup thought for months in the country. Um, humans that have plastic surgery should not be allowed to be in period shows. <laughs> like it was the same thing I had with the zipper. Oh, yeah. I was like, why is there a zipper? Right. Why is there a person that's had plastic surgery? Yeah. Or like Botox or something. <clears throat> Yeah. No names. Not gonna name names. Okay. There was a person on stage that clearly had had some face work done, mm. and I was bored and just looking for things to be annoyed at. <laughs> anyway, Carly just Carmella what you want in a night at the theater. Yeah. Yeah. Carly Carmella tweeted, "Emily, can you tell our listeners what her Twitter handle is if they want to follow her and don't know yet?" It's at Carly Carmella. Great. <laughs> Keeping it simple for us. Yep. Okay. Um, and I'm leaving to go to Atlanta on Tuesday. Yes. See Carly Carmelo and Beth Lovell. I'm finding Neverland. Nope. Shit. Neverland. Uh-huh. Tuck Everlasting. Tuck Everlasting. <laughs> and I'm so excited! Andrew Keenan Bolger. I'm so excited to see it! Oh, they re- cause they released their production show. Oh, they look this great. Year. They look beautiful. The this year? Really this good. week. <laughs> <laughs> Is that really say yeah. this year? Oh man. I just, I'm really ready to be in Atlanta yeah. right now. Like, yeah. white-knuckling it. It's yeah. Like, it's like Two I've days. got senioritis. Uh, you know? I have one more shift at work to get through before I'm in Atlanta. Before we're on a bus for a long time to Atlanta. Before I'm on a bus for 23 hours. Woof. Yeah. Did you get a sleeping car? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be, yeah, we, we leave New York on Tuesday at, like, 10 a.m., and we get, let's see, we have two stopovers. One of them's in Richmond. Okay. And one of them's in Knoxville. Um, and then we get to Marietta in the morning, on Wednesday morning. Uh-huh. We'll spend the day in Marietta, in the rolling red hills of Georgia. <laughs> and then we go, um, 
we're gonna go uh, get to. I mean, Marietta's only like an hour outside of it. Yeah. Yep. Fun. I'm very excited. Now it's time for the Laura Benanti Tweet of the Week. This is kind of a two-parter. So Laura Benanti had earlier tweeted about like the day before, when I start to say I'm tired, I remember that one of the gorgeous superhero Rockettes, Nicole, had a baby six weeks ago and I shut my mouth emoji. <laughs> um, and then the Laura Benanti Tweet of the Week is what she sent um, uh, at 10.38 p.m. on January 31st, and it's a screen grab of the fact that her mother favorited that tweet, and she said, I see you, Linda. <laughs> Which, to me, is pointing out that her mom wants her to have a baby. Yeah, probably. Her mom was like, I'm just going to favor this tweet about a baby. <laughs> Laura! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Moms. Um, jinx. Jinx, jinx, jinx. I'm glad my mom already has six grandkids. Yeah, my mom knows that I she can't rely on me. Right, that. right. That's our show. Until next week, you can follow us on Twitter at at Patty N, the letter N, Emily, at Patty N, Emily. You can follow us individually at Patty with a Y. And at Emily Faye Oakley and find us anywhere else on the internet by searching Patty and Emily. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us, and leave us a comment, and we'll read it on the show. Send us your topic suggestions, questions, dreamcasts, etc. And in the meantime, go, go see, see live theater! theater.